Follow us on Facebook at Off Script with Super E Podcast. Also follow us on Twitter at Off Script Pod underscore one. Off Script with Super E recommends listener discretion as these real but sometimes uncensored stories can be filled with mature content. Well, hello everybody. Jay here. We're back with another Off Script with Super E. Here I am once again in a-Train Studios, sitting across the table from my good buddy A-Train. He's got the control board going, man. He's just, uh, he's on it now after that one little hiccup in that last episode. Yeah, I forgot to hit record. It happens. It happens, but I see the red light going, Jay. So we are recording. Right on. What else you got, A-Train? I really don't have much. Um, Glad you're here. Glad we got Super E on the line. Yes, um, we do. Super, he told us he's broadcasting from inside his car in his truck. in his in his drive. His, I'm sorry, truck truck in his driveway. Uh, good acoustics away from all the uh, kids and feral cats and chickens and skunks. Right, right, oh, skunky, <laughs> skunky. <laughs> so what's up, Super? E? Oh, not much. Just chilling. It's rainy and cold and dark, but it's warm in the truck. Yeah. And it, what makes it warmer is is the is the laughter coming from A Train and Jay there in A Train Studios. Oh, the, is the, it, the is warmth involves me. It warms your heart. That is so sweet. It's your show, buddy. Tell us a tale. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell one about. <clears throat> this was a long time ago when I had my partner, Jerry. Everybody knows who I'm talking about, right? He looked like one of the Baldwin brothers. Yes. He had he Malik, did. Billy, Daniel, Steve, and Jerry. I never really thought of that, but he looks like a Baldwin brother. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he, was, but, he was a very, very handsome man, and, you know, I considered myself a very handsome man and very humble. Mm-hmm. But whenever we would go do investigations, we seemed to draw the a different kind of female. Jerry would draw, if we was in a bar, he would seem to draw women that had jobs. Had teeth. A, right. a little classier than what you yeah, used to. I seemed to draw the girls over to me that had, like, a missing tooth. <laughs> A freshly healed bullet wound. So what and, you're saying? Free ankle bracelet. So what? Super E, you got the girls with the ain't gots. Ain't got yes. no teeth. Ain't got no job. Ain't got no car. Ain't yeah. got no address. Yeah. Yes. Right. They had, they had like about ten teeth. You know, they had three in their head and seven in their pocket. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, anyways. But, he but recycled Jerry, that one. Yeah, he did. Yes. Jerry was an extremely hard worker, and he was a uh, uh, his motor is always going. And then he gets a call. Were you uh, for, real quick, if I can, um, just a little more background on him? Were you with him when he caught the uh, guys who shot the trooper back in the early nineties? I 
don't think so. On the west, it was it was at a it was a shaker bar on the west side, and uh, he he went in and he's the one who got the guys. You remember, guys remember that? I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, he was good he job was here. Ass, he was an ass kicking machine. I can tell you that though. Um, but anyways, Jerry tells me he goes, "Hey, I just got a call from the elementary school." On, on our on our side of the town back in the mid 90s and what the teacher was telling jerry she goes one of our students he's eight years old he um uh, he comes down from the north and and she says that he is complaining that mama and grandma are making him uh traffic their cocaine oh and and they're and the teacher was like we're now we're just going to call him uh craig did, like, did he say yeah. traffic in cocaine yeah, or how did the eighth grader or, or transport their cocaine okay he, they were had to transport it from i think grandma's house That's to mom's house part. or the other way around and he told them the way they had them transported was in the rectum and the uh, teachers were, the teachers uh, were kind of finding this far they kind of thought it was far-fetched because it was coming from an eight-year-old and he was using terms like that. And uh, this is what they, they said. Okay, Craig, we want you, if this is true, and you're they have you bringing in uh, this crack cocaine, they have you carrying it, bring a sample of it to school tomorrow. Hmm, okay. He goes, okay. And so I guess they had show and tell. <laughs> you know and so the teacher said the next day he comes in with a Hope Diamond size thing of crack cocaine. And they called Jerry up. The teacher was just aghast. And Jerry, so then me and Jerry was like, what, you know, we're kind of like, whatever. They, you know, these are teachers. They don't know anything about crack cocaine. That's probably soap or something. Jerry, takes the, Jerry goes out there by himself because I had something else to do. He comes back. He's got this giant piece of cocaine. I'm I'm saying it was the size of, I don't know, like, what do you call it? A tangerine or a small what? orange? Wait a minute. Yes. Seriously? Yeah, I, I was stunned by it. It was a chunk. Okay. And then, of course, you know, we had that little stuff that tested it. Yeah. And it came back as cocaine. And we're like, I come, and I say, now, so was that a bunch of bullshit? He goes, Take a look at this. And I'm like, holy fucking shit, where'd you get that? From an eight-year-old kid at the elementary school. Wow. Like, you're shitting me. So uh, we interview the, the eight-year-old kid, and he tells us where the dope is at, you know, where he lives at and everything. So basically, we're getting a search warrant based on this, what this kid is saying. Okay. And um, and the co- the cocaine. Yeah. And the cocaine. We're verifying everything he says. Mm-hmm. We're able to get a search warrant. And I'm like, well, Craig, where does your mom hide her dope? And he says she always hides under the kitchen sink. Uh, kind of up, uh, like somehow hidden up under the sink. You open the cabinet door and then somehow she kept it stuck up there on something. They did that on Breaking Bad. Yeah, they did. did. Yeah. yeah. 
They read that on Breaking Bad. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, was it Jesse Plinkman or something like that? Pinkman. Yeah. yeah. There, there's also a hot dog stand on Breaking Bad that I saw oh, the yeah. weekend. I'm like that's awesome. They're stealing our shit. That's an, but that's an actual hot dog stand. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, this kind, this kind yes. of was too. Anywho, so we get the search warrant, and Craig tells us that it's going to be under the kitchen sink, and he he wants us to do the search warrant and arrest his mom and grandma because he's tired of carrying dope in his rectum Mm. up and down the street. Mm. So we're like, all right, so we get, you know, everybody to go up there to give us a hand. We got a canine dog. And so we hit the mom's house. That's where he says it's going to be. Hit the mom's house. Boom, go in there. And she was very, she was very arrogant and defiant. Like, what the hell you do? What This is bullshit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Until she saw the um, uh, drug-sniffing dog walking towards the kitchen sink. And then that drug-sniffing dog lost its fucking mind. Because what happens is they they uh, they indicate, and then some of the dog might, they, I don't want to say how they do it, but, yeah. but so they, they'll do an indication. But then some dogs want to get at that shit. Right. They find it. Well, this dog, it was trying to tear through them kitchen cabinets. I'm like, man, jackpot, we got this shit. So we open up the kitchen cabinets and we're going, we can't find it. We, we spend 15 minutes under a sink like we're a couple of, you know, butt crack plumbers, me and Jerry, trying to find it. <laughs> we I can't think, find it. I think it's a Norge. Yes. And then, and then the other detectives, they were looking through the house. They couldn't find anything, so we're all getting kind of frustrated. So I'm like, I kind of pulled Craig to the side so, you know, Mom had no idea that I was talking to him. I said, Craig, you got us up here. The dope is in this house somewhere. It was here because the dog's losing its mind. Where do I find the cocaine? And this 8-year-old kid looked up at me and goes, check my mama's coochie. And I said, run that by me again. He goes, Detective Supery, you got to look inside my mama's coochie. You're going to find that crack. I said, are you sure? He goes, yes. So, Well, that's that's because eight years ago he was in there. I wonder if he saw it. Yeah, exactly. Is there a time delay? <laughs> I don't anyway. know. I yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as I'm you know walking back into the area, one of the female cops had taken mom and was doing a pat down of her, of her. And so I'm about eight feet away because because you know she just got done doing what she's doing and she and she gets done patting her down and she looks up at me and she goes can't find nothing on her and I just kind of I tried to do that loud whisper talk where yeah. you know. I said, check her vagina. I tried to do that. I said, check her vagina. And the policeman was like, what? All of a sudden, she fell and fell. I said, check her vagina. What? I said, it sounds like she wants a cracker. She's lying on the pair. What? (laughs) I got real frustrated. I said, check her vagina. She goes, I can't. I said, look at her box. She goes, I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. She goes, come back here. And I could see the mom, the mom's face went blank. 
because she knew she knew that I knew where it was hidden. And then all of a sudden the woman reaches up and I she pulls this out and I, I could hear it. It's kind of like a slurping sound. And she holds the bag of cocaine out. And it was kind of like the plastic was kind of like disintegrating. Uh, and it had this, this steamy, you know, the stink, steamy uh, lines coming off it. Uh, I was like, oh. Oh, my God. Okay, so they get. Well, people, the listeners want to know. Do I'm, they? I'm sure they're curious. Do they? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. All right, super. They're easy. curious and nauseous. <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, oh, hey, I forgot to hit record. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, there you go. I just, so how did it end? Oh, well, well we you're telling the story. So that so you got the, the drugs. We and, got the drugs, and thank God, because I thought the drugs were going to dissolve. And um, what, anyways, we got them in uh, a secured bag, took them down there, and um, I believe... Now, I can't remember because this was almost 30 years ago. But I think, you know, uh, mom and grandma went to jail. And then um, the, the Craig, he spent, uh, he lived with a, a relative, a close relative, who was going to take care of him. Good. So he yeah. got it, He got out of that house. Good. Yes. Good, good, it good. Was, it was just always, so, and then like I said, it was that night, we're like, I can't believe this is crazy. And then the next night, it was something, I can't believe this happening. This is crazy. That's where it was kind of in the mid-90s with me and, when me and Jerry worked together. It was always something crazy. Man, man, man. Now, yeah. you know, I'm going to go back, you know, obviously the teachers were concerned about Craig, rightfully so, and all that. And if, I don't know about the, hey, Craig, bring us a sample of the drugs into school so that we can examine it. Right. Now, yes. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, uh, Monday morning quarterback and or armchair quarterback. Oh, I'm going to, that was dumb. Yeah. But I mean, it, in this case, obviously it all worked out good and everything. I just, yeah. Wow. I don't well, guess. Just, well, just think about it. If you're thinking the child might not be telling the truth, they don't know anything about drugs. They've right. never done anything like this before. Right. They're like, Hey, you know, can you just bring it in? And I, maybe, they were calling his bluff. Nope. Yeah, and, I have, I have, and he, I and have and dealt then with. Then he turned into, you know, a Colombian. <laughs> yeah, a tangerine size. Yeah. Oh my yeah, yes. god, that poor little fellow. I've no, I've dealt with schools administrators in the past. They overstep their bounds so much, and this is an overreach and overstep. They should have called the police immediately. Let the police come and talk to this kid. You know, yeah, I, that's but, just nonsense. Yeah, it, it, it. And, and if you're any of your teachers out there listening, we love you, but call the police. Yeah, yeah. Now, also, listeners. So you know, we talked about this is some pretty graphic stuff about you know how the how the drugs are transported on the street and this and that. But th this is how this is how it's done. I mean, they this they do this. Um, now, you know, using their kids to do that very very disturbing. These real but sometimes uncensored stories can contain adult content. Yes, correct. Now, I will tell you, you know, Craig, 
you know, once he turned 18 or something, he would have been a good intern for you. Yes, he would have been. Oh, he would have been fantastic, man. (laughs) You know, there's something to be said for, for people who come that, you know, they're, upbringings if you will whatever their surroundings they make great cops yeah street smart yeah i recall i'm not going to say her name but our academy class remember we had a female in there she would have made a great cop but she she failed one of the exams or something and got washed out back when they would still wash people out yeah we (laughs) all said what a great cop yeah. She would have made because she had some street smarts. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I agree with you. I, I, know I, I would have loved to have worked with her. Yeah, she's been great. I agree. All right. Well, Super E, uh, anything to top that one off? Nope. I think I think we I think we got it with the uh, shit and t- uh, tuna boat bathroom door comparisons. I think we themselves on that yeah i'm glad i'm glad you repeated that so the listeners got that yeah yes well you might want to okay hit the delete button on that <laughs> nah. No. Nah. Heck. you know listen this as sophomoric as we have became it's nothing like when steve big steve was here so we're we're good we, oh we yeah didn't lose, we still got listeners yeah we we sound like actual adults exactly compared to steve oh 100 yeah right 100 yes all right super your show, um, anything else? No, I can't think of anything else. I, you know, I just have one thing. Back to Jerry, looking like one of the Baldwin brothers, ba- yes. Baldwin brothers. He was the cool Baldwin brother. The one that's oh, not yeah. a complete. Steven. Yeah. Steve, yes. Steve Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I like him. He's cool. I just yes, want, he did look like Steve Baldwin. I just wanted to get that on the record because if Jerry hears this and we're comparing him to Alec Baldwin, I think he might lose his shit. He'll come okay. find us. We He'll come find us. Almost, we, you know, yeah. okay, Alec Baldwin, um, still a very handsome man, but he has a lot of different ideas than what we're used to. That's for sure. Bye. <laughs> Okay, that was pretty good.